Hi, I'm Gavin Givanoni. I'm Professor of Neurology at Barts and London School of Medicine and Dentistry, and I'm doing this MS Selfie podcast to put, a con- put into context a very exciting uh, bit of research that was published today around the link between the virus that causes infectious mononucleosis, Epstein-Barr virus, and multiple sclerosis. I must apologize to the person who uh, wrote to me a while back uh, asking about what she could do to prevent her young children uh, getting multiple sclerosis. And I've saved up this case study for a situation uh, like this. Um, The person is a 33-year-old woman with MS, and she's got two children, a daughter who's four and a son who's 18. Now, as you know, MS tends to run in families. About one in seven people with MS have a history of another family member having the disease. And if you're a a woman with MS and have children, they had increased risk of getting MS. So for her daughter, the risk of a daughter getting MS is about one in 40, and her son about one in 80, about half that. Now, the question is, can she do anything to prevent them getting Epstein-Barr virus because she appreciates the uh, work around EBV and MS causation and she feels that she would like to stop them getting EBV. Unfortunately, we don't have anything right now um, to prevent people in the general population acquiring the virus. It's transmitted mainly by saliva um, and it can be transferred by other body fluids, uh, blood blood products uh, and probably by sexual intercourse, uh, really. Um, However, the main uh, route of transmission is from saliva, and uh, it it tends to get transmitted in um, high-income countries, usually in adolescence, early adulthood, when people start kissing each other. That's why it's called the kissing disease. We're hoping, though, that a vaccine will become available and prevent people getting Epstein-Barr virus, and maybe we can prevent uh, multiple sclerosis, if we can stop people being infected with EBV by giving them a vaccine early in life, and we could potentially stop them getting other EBV-associated conditions. It's not only multiple sclerosis that's linked to Epstein-Barr virus, but also uh, um, various cancers, particularly lymphomas. What I did say to this particular woman in this case study is that she could put her children on vitamin D supplements. As we know, low vitamin D is a risk factor for developing MS. I I don't know if vitamin D supplements will make any difference simply because it may not be the low vitamin D but the association with low or reduced sunlight exposure and sunlight modifies the immune system and that's why we do do need to do clinical trials and vitamin D supplements to prove or disprove the hypothesis that it's low vitamin D that causes uh, is the risk factor for MS. Other things she must do is make sure her children don't get Uh, obese or overweight during childhood or adolescence. That's a risk factor for MS. Try and stop them smoking when they become teenagers. It's very difficult that. Um, And hopefully over time, you know, we'll be able to put in place a a strategy to try and reduce the incidence uh, of MS. Um, I think personally, though, um, coming back to this publication today, what it showed was that People who went into the U.S. military have blood samples put away in a in a repository every year, and then when they go on to develop MS, you can go back to their blood samples and pick out those that had Epstein-Barr virus or not before they developed MS. And in this particular study, they got close to a thousand patients um, that had blood samples that were EBV negative before they developed MS, and then they could also match them with other people in the military who also had 
negative samples who didn't develop MS. And I think what's important is that almost 100%, only one person didn't, but just about the whole population, always acquired the Epstein-Barr virus before they got MS. And it's roughly about a a third to 35% of people who don't get MS who become EBV positive. But what was really, really important is they also picked up in the blood samples a rising level of uh, neurofilament, which is the breakdown product of damaged nerve cells, indicating that once these people had been infected with EBV, their neurofilament levels went up. In other words, they had subclinical asymptomatic damage to their nervous system, which is probably early MS. the neurofilament increases only occurred after EBV infection in these particular population, implying that EBV has to be there to get MS and it has to be there for the damage to start. And this is very important because this now cements the theory that EBV is likely to be the cause of MS. And if we want to prevent MS, we need to try and stop people uh, becoming infected with the virus. Anyway, I also go and discuss in the newsletter a lot of information around causation theory and the person that's created the modern criteria. His name is Sir Austin Bradford Hill, and he's put forward a series of uh, nine criteria. And I personally think uh, EBV causing MS ticks eight of those nine. Uh, the, te- the, uh, the ninth one that it doesn't tick in terms of uh, EBV is experimental proof. So what we now need to do is the study where we actually take a vaccine or an anti-EBV drug, prevent people getting EBV or treat EBV and seeing what it does to MS. So we we need the definitive experimental proof, and that will happen over time. I'm just very sad because um, I started this journey around Epstein-Barr virus causing, uh, being a cause of MS way back in the the mid-2000s, and I'm near 15 years later thinking that very little's moved on. Uh, So uh, I really think it's important for us as an MS community to get behind EBV as the cause of MS and try and get the funding and the infrastructure in place to set up an international uh, uh, MS prevention trial Uh, because I don't want to look the next generation of people with multiple sclerosis in the eye and saying, you know, we didn't do anything when we uh, had all this knowledge. And I think it's uh, about time now to get the MS community behind this. The reason why I say it's about time is because it's not for lack of trying. You know, over the last 10 to 15 years, I've had numerous grant applications turned down around investigating Epstein-Barr virus. I've also had a few successes, but not nearly as many as I'd like. And it kind of wears you down as an academic researcher when you keep getting your grants rejected. But maybe this paper and the momentum this paper and study will generate will change um, the way we view MS uh, and the link with Epstein-Barr virus. So enjoy reading it and please ask questions. Uh, and I'll try and deal with them. And please, if you found this particular newsletter or podcast helpful, please forward the email to friends, colleagues, other people that you know may have MS or be interested in this. I really would like us to get uh, momentum behind uh, an MS prevention trial. Thank you.